This week on Josh, a podcast, I rank my top five Christmas songs, I read a final Christmas story, I play a guitar chord, and I have a plethora of Ask Josh questions. Kick it, Vivaldi! Christmas and welcome to the Rainbow Retail Studio for episode 9 of Josh a podcast. I would like to thank everyone for making episode 8 the most listened to episode. As of this morning I had 46 downloads. That is amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, let's keep this going as long as we can because I love putting this together for you. We have a lot to cover today, so let's just jump right into it. Tis the season, and I have had the radio on the local Christmas station since the beginning of November. As you may have heard on a previous episode of Joshua Podcast, I used to despise Christmas music. But just like the Grinch, I have learned to appreciate Christmas and Christmas music more each year. I would like to present to you another top five list. Uh, but this one will be my top five favorite Christmas songs. I'm sure that my list will be far different from yours, but that's the beauty of different opinions. Uh, but first, I want to talk about a song that I absolutely love. In fact, as a lover of jazz music, it may be one of my favorite songs, period. However, I do not consider it a Christmas song, even though it's really only played on the radio at Christmas time. I'm talking about... Linus and Lucy by the Vince uh, Giardi Trio. That song f***. Uh, but don't worry, I have another of his, a true Christmas song, high up on my list. And if you're listening, Jeremy, I'm sorry, but Mariah's All I Want for Christmas did not make it on my list. Uh, though the video does raise it up a few notches. However, Jeremy, while it did not make the list, the shameless attempt to replicate her success did. At number five, I have Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. It's just a damn good, upbeat Christmas tune without all the Mariah high-pitched wails. And Kelly is just a really good singer that I can enjoy around the holidays. She's like Hallmark movies of the holidays. Plus, if you watch the live version on YouTube, the bass player behind her has this big old white hollow body bass guitar that is so beautiful it brings a tear to my eye every time I watch it, which really has only been once. Number four is Home for the Holidays by The Carpenters. Karen Carpenter, she had such an amazing voice and this song was perfect for her. Now, the Perry Como version is probably more popular, but I prefer Karen's version and just the pace that she sings it at is perfect. Uh, with number three, Last Christmas by Wham. Now, I know this song gets a lot of flack for being too cheesy or too mainstream, but I love this song as a Christmas song. And the Taylor Swift version is also really good, but as a child of the 80s and a mega 80s new wave fan, I'm going to go with the original on this one. Number two goes to 
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by the aforementioned Perry Cuomo. This is not only an iconic Christmas song, but it just really, really gets you in the mood for the season, especially when you hear it early on. Now the Michael Buble version can just fuck right off. And that brings me to my number one Christmas song, or songs in this case. Despite the religious themes, I love a Charlie Brown Christmas. In fact, I need to watch it. I haven't done so yet this season. And both true Christmas songs rank high on my list. Now, Christmas Time Is Here is great both with and without the kids singing. I would say it's 1C and 1B, but 1A is, without a doubt, O Tannenbaum by the Vince Giardi Trio. Not only is it some seriously, seriously good jazz that I will listen to all year round, but it's just an iconic Christmas song you don't need to sing along with. So there you go, my top five Christmas songs. Honorable mention will go to Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC, Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses, and Carol of the Bells, both the original choral version and the kick-ass Trans-Siberian Orchestra version. Let's continue the spirit by continuing to read a Christmas classic to the kiddos. But first, a brief message from our sponsor. Are you tired of paying full retail prices on commonly used items such as clothing, medicine, towels, trinkets, and doodads? Are you still looking for some toys for that young one in your life? Of course you are! That's where Rainbow Retail comes in. Let the fine folks at Rainbow Retail bring you a bevy of items at a highly discounted rate. They have Facebook Live sales on twice a week, usually Tuesdays and Saturdays, where Allie invites you into her home with some fun and shopping. There are also items posted to their Facebook wall daily. You never know what Rainbow Retail will have next for you to buy. Check out Rainbow Retail on Facebook and be sure to like and subscribe. You do not want to miss the amazing things they bring you from week to week, nor do you want to miss spending a couple of hours with what many call the most fun, enjoyable show around. That's Rainbow Retail on Facebook. Once again, and now especially that it has turned bitterly cold outside, I am warm sitting here beside this raging fire. Gather up your young ones because it's time for Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads and Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. 
with a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his course they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my hand and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur from his head to his foot, and his clothing was all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry! His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and he laughed when I saw him in spite of himself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sled, to his team gave a whistle, and then away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Thank you to everyone that has put up with my reading these past few weeks. Hopefully, I didn't put anybody to sleep, but if I did, then perhaps some shredding guitar will snap you back out of your slumber. It is time for... D, as in dog. All right, I put out the call for some questions this week, and I was blessed with a number of them. That means it is time for Ask Josh. Ask Josh. Since I've already got my guitar out, my dad would like to know, can you play a chord in a finger-picking style? Now, my dear listeners, my dad has played guitar most of his life, and he always tried to teach young Josh, but I honestly was just never really interested until I got older. I am self-taught, and he was self-taught, but his style and my style are completely different. When he plays a song, he usually finger 
picks the chords and I will try that here let's see something like that and when I play a chord it's usually strumming it like this Now, now both of those were the same chord. The first one was in a finger-picking style, very badly done. Like, my dad does it a lot better. And the second one was a strumming style that I play. Now, I guess I just don't have the ability to finger-pick and sing at the same time, walking and chewing gum sort of thing. Uh, but there is one song, Into Dust by Mazzy Star, that I have really tried over the years to play in a finger-picking style. Unfortunately, I rarely make it through the whole song, but I will give it a try here. And there you go. I, I got through the, like the first line for you, but uh, it's really hard for me to both play and sing at the same time. All right. Luke asked, what is the one hobby that you'd love to do, but you would be awful at? And what is one hobby that you have zero interest in that you think you'd be amazing at? That is a seriously good question and one that I've been thinking about for a few days now. I think the first answer would be golf. I play once every few years and every time I get worse and worse. I may hit one straight shot that goes about 100 yards and that's perfect for me. I enjoy going. I love it. It's just not for me. The second answer, I think would be baking. As a lot of you know, I love to cook, and I've been told I'm pretty good at it, but for me, cooking is adding a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I just don't have the patience for baking. It's very structured, measured, exact. I think I'd be great at it, but I would rather just go buy pre-made. Diana wants to know, who was worse, The Grinch or Ebenezer Scrooge? That is another great question that I've had to think about. So, both characters are similar in that they hate Christmas, they try to ruin it for others, but in the end, both are redeemed. However, I'm going to give it to Ebenezer Scrooge slightly. He hated Christmas, but he was just miserable all year round and took it out on everybody all year round. We really don't know that the Grinch did. Uh, there's a couple of adaptations with the Jim Carrey movie when, and the cartoon that came after that where he seems to make it into town throughout the year. Um, 
Scrooge just hated everyone, and for him, everything was about money. He just wanted to be alone with his money. The Grinch, at least, enjoyed the companionship of Max, and any dog lover can't all be bad. Finally, Elise asked, If you could go to one place in the world, where would you want to go, and why? I've kind of answered this before, uh, but I would love to go to Japan, specifically rural Japan, uh, also Mount Fuji. Yes, I'd like to see Tokyo, but I'd just love to get out in the countryside. I've enjoyed anime for years, and I love the culture of Japan. I love the language that they speak. Um, so I think for me, uh, Japan would definitely be it. Or you could just pack us all up and move us to Bavarian Germany, and I'd be a happy man for the rest of my life. And that is all we have for this episode 9 of Josh, a podcast. It looks like we've got some pretty nasty upcoming winter weather, so please stay safe and keep warm. Don't go out unless you absolutely have to or want to do donuts in an empty parking lot. Um, a fantastic way to shoo away the Snowden Blues would be to listen to all past episodes of Josh a Podcast. Or you can also follow either my page on Facebook, which has the same name, or my Twitter page, at Josh a Podcast one We're also available now on Google Podcasts. I've said it in the past that we were, but apparently I hadn't completely set it up. So now I've checked... Uh, my father is subscribed on Google Podcast. We are good to go there. And along those lines, you can find the podcast as well at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. If I can get the downloads up to 70, I will record the next episode naked while frying bacon. Or perhaps while eating ghost peppers throughout the episode. I sincerely hope that everyone has a fantastic Christmas. Merry Christmas from everyone here at Josh the Podcast, and we will see you next time.